Got Justin Hosey, uh, the business support manager for Wild Movies. How's it going today, buddy? Oh, it's it's going, man. Sweet. Yeah. Bill. Yep, I'm here too with uh, with the dogs causing noise and ruckus at here. Using the fancy mic today. Yeah, they're all fancy. Well, yeah, but it's different. Yeah, it's a different one. So, um, we just kind of wanted to talk you talk to you about like the theater industry, how you guys handled the pandemic, kind of. Yeah. Like, uh, it was kind of up in the air. Or, well, I mean, that was the the buzz around the internet that, you know, the theater industry might... Never recover. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know, that's... Uh, for as long as we've been in the industry, which has been 30-something years, you know, there's always this question of, um, you know, are theaters really going to survive? You know, once... Once uh, people are able to have high quality sound systems in their home and once they're able to, you know, stream anything to their TV, like, is there still a space for movie theaters? Oh, Um, I think there always is. You know, and that's kind of been our belief, but there's still that question in the back, you know, is it going to fade out, you Mm know? Um, And when COVID hit, man, it was like unreal. It was heavier than anyone could figure, you know? I think that's it for the whole world. It was like that. Well, yeah. All of a sudden, the country shuts down, and it's like it's eye opening because we're living, you know, twenty nineteen. We're living in like this this world where like everything's just smooth, everything's running as it should, and then out of nowhere, wham! You know, like we get hit, and the whole like the whole place shuts down. So we figured, you know, we we shut down our operations in March of 2020 like completely like Like, you guys were shut down yeah doors shut i mean basically like winterized everything because we were preparing to be out for a while you know holy Um, cow and honestly when it first started we were thinking like a long time to us was going to be like a month you know we're thinking like all right three weeks to a month we'll probably be able to flip the lights back on and get back in and that would uh, hurt you guys that's what they were saying in the news just uh, just like go ahead I mean, they were like the at first. It's like yeah, sixty days, you know, ice oh, shut yeah. down, and then it's another thirty days, and then it's another yeah. It was two weeks initially, you know, mm-hmm. two weeks to stop the curve or whatever the the saying was, and so we thought three weeks we should be able to get back to to action, and you know that turned into months, and we during that period we opened up, you know, we were playing with different ideas because we're not bringing in any money. But, you know, the bank still is requiring their loans to be paid back. And, and then I mean, on top of that, there's no movies. There's nothing. There's nothing. That, that, well, you don't even have an huge. option. Yeah, so so that's huge. So we, we opened up um, with, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was curbside popcorn is what we called it, right? And we were just kind of selling Snacks. concessions. Right, you'd yep. come up and we'd bring out concessions to you. And that was, um, that was successful at first, you know, because people were locked in their houses they were like so anything that was different from what they're experiencing day in to day was welcomed so we offered hey have a little bit of that movie experience in your own home you know come pick up the snacks the popcorn and and like i said it did well at first but um people aren't going to pay theater concession prices for snacks that they take back to their house for a long period of time really you know when you could just go to the store and grab the same stuff yeah i mean you know the popcorn is arguably always better at the theaters but yeah you can absolutely go get candy you can you know it is better at the theater why is that oh well it's our little secret what's the secret we uh have to kill you if you tell (laughs) us yeah yeah it's a type of oil that we use you know it's high quality oil and then um you know with the butter we use real butter opposed to most places have butter flavoring Mm. and so um We've always prided ourselves on having a top tier product, you know, especially nice. for how much it costs to go to the theaters. It's expensive. It's a staple too. Yeah, I mean, it's you think of the movies, you think of popcorn. Absolutely. And uh, 
so like I said, we, we thought we were closing down for three weeks, and then it turned into months. We did curbside popcorn for a while, and so we're still having to pay these bank notes, you know, because we have loans from the, the bank that they're not going to say, oh, you know what, take some time off, you know, don't worry about it. Hmm. So luckily, the the owners of the theater are very fiscally responsible, you know, they they had some money to support the business non-operational for a while because we have you know we still are, we kept on all of our main managers like the district managers and uh all the it people and everything like we kept them all employed basically who we left off was all the day-to-day employees right, you know right. and <clears throat> we held on to them for a while but then it just became unfeasible so um <clears throat> when COVID was going, the studios were hurting just like the theaters were. You know, you have Disney who just sunk hundreds of millions of dollars into these films that are sitting and not going anywhere. So that's whenever all of a sudden we see these huge expansion of Disney Plus and HBO Max and these streaming services come out that start releasing these movies that were supposed to go through the theaters, you know? And that was like, that's a scary thing too. Because one perk, you know, one... uh benefit we have the theaters is that you want to see it right now you know you're excited to see this film then you got to come out and you got to come you know come to our theater and um now it's starting to phase out you know like warner brothers basically said their entire 2021 film lineup would go straight to hbo max and that's at no additional cost. Like, if you have an HBO Max subscription, not to be you like, don't even not to be to... advertising for HBO Max or anything, but yeah, you just get them. Wow. You know, with Disney, they're releasing some of their own movies directly to on demand, but it's that's a premium price. Like, you're paying like twenty five dollars to get that in your house, and that's that's cool <clears throat> and all. And I thought the streaming thing was like great. Like, because if you have kids and you right. don't want to take them to the theater or, and you really want to see something, well. Mm-hmm. But I think there's always uh, something out there for, like, it's people the, are always going to want to go to the theater. It's, it's the, the experience. Yeah, the right. movie experience, you know, and the big yeah. the big sound that's usually louder than my wife would allow it to be <laughs> in the living room and right. the popcorn and, and, you know, the full, the full Monty, you know? Yeah. Well, it, yeah, and it's like... Um, not to cut you off. No, sir. no, go ahead. But um, there, if there's so, like, you, there's nothing like seeing a big blockbuster movie in the theater for the first time. Absolutely. And yeah. on weekend when everybody's there, that's, and it's that's, like the that's crowd. part of it is that experience with other people. Mm-hmm. They're strangers, you know. It's that's like a sense of community. There's all these strangers in the room that you don't know anything about, but you're all enjoying the same experience together, you know, and going through it together. And uh, it's there's something you think about like a movie that meant something to you. And for me personally, it wasn't ever a movie that I saw like on TV or just like watched it as I was sitting there. It was sitting in front of the big screen yeah, and immersed in something that's like incredible. You know, there's, I mean, I have a passion for movies. I grew up in it and it's just, there's something magical about sitting there and witnessing something. Well, yeah, so, it's like when we went to see the matrix yeah, remember oh, that oh, we absolutely. went in when we were what we were like in junior high. Yeah, yeah, and like I couldn't imagine like if, if seeing that movie. Like when I think about that movie, I mm-hmm. think about when I was in the theater exactly. the first time when we went, yeah. and like it was fucking great. Yeah, and so the the streaming services were nervous about because, like I said, they're releasing all their a lot of their first run content, but. That, that experience is what we're kind of hanging on to. You know, that experience is just, it can't be matched. Unless you have a $10,000 home theater, you know, I mean, it's still not the same. It's it's, it's not. It's just not the experience of going to the theater. And, um, yeah. So when you were playing some of those old movies, having yeah. to go back and see Jurassic Park. <laughs> right. And that, I was surprised as far as an older movie, it still held the it test of up. time. Yeah, it held up. Absolutely. What, what are some of the other, your favorite movies that older that have held the test um, of time. That's a good question. You know, so the just to touch on the older movies that we've been showing, you know, right before... Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. You guys are doing the... Um, we're talking about that they um, are airing older movies yeah. um, in the theater again. Yeah, so um, it's actually coincidental because we were looking this 
this company called Flashback Cinema before COVID hit, right? We had a meeting with the guy, and he's an old executive from a film studio, and he started this new company. And because it's hard to secure rights to movies, right? It's it's hard to to get studios to open up movies again for some reason. They just oh, like so to you do can it. for you to play them all the time, right? Yeah, I if you're gonna you. play, That's a why movie, we're like, waiting for Venom to enter the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Flashback Cinemas was actually already at play before COVID hit, you know, and. He does all the classics, you know, like the Grease and the like Titanic. We just got done like uh, Avatar, you know, doing Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's it's crazy because, you know, that's perfect for people that have that nostalgic feeling or memory of of watching that movie. If you guys could get Star Wars again. Yeah. See, that's run the whole that whole shit. Disney's like they're holding it down. Well, they are. They're like taking over the industry. You know, I mean, they, Mm. they they purchased Fox. So they own like. That was huge. That was like one of the next biggest studios, and by absorbing that, they just like they're they're massive now. They're the Borg. Yeah, yeah their their Infinity Gauntlet is complete. <laughs> right, like they've collected all the. I don't know. They're still they're still out there for more. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so that's that's another concern too. It's like what happens once they absorb everything, have it all, and then you know because we we pay we pay rental on movies. That's how you get the films. You know that's why. That's why concessions are so expensive, to be honest, because we're paying like upwards of sometimes 70% of ticket sales back to the studio. Well, and I've heard that you don't um, actually make money on a movie until the week after. Like you don't start making a profit on a movie until like a week later or something? Um, Well, that's not exactly. I mean, you make the money as soon as it comes in, but you're not. It's not like, okay. No, I mean profit. To the to the theater. All oh, right, yeah. Like so, you're paying. Right, so you have to make sure the studios are paid, especially Disney, mm. before you ever even Start think about money. taking a dime off of it. Right. For the most part, they're usually percentages on terms. You know, so you'll pay. Unlike the flashback movies that we get, we're usually paying thirty five percent back because it's an older movie. You know, so thirty five percent of those proceeds go back to the studio, whichever one um, released the movie, and then. There's sometimes a minimum amount, right? So you'll get a new movie and it'll say, uh, we're paying 50% or the minimum of $3,000 or $300 or whatever it might be. So in those scenarios, sometimes you're losing money, you know, especially on these flashback films. We'll get a movie in and it will only gross 150 bucks. And they're like, well, you had a $200 minimum on it. So uh, we're paying them. So somebody's reaching in their wallet. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> You know, that's rare. For the most part, we're making profit on a lot of the movies. I mean, you know, as much as I sometimes get frustrated with Disney, you know, like working on the financial side with Disney, it's not the magical kingdom that you see on oh, the yeah. commercials. You know, it's like I had, a, I had a guy from Disney go, <laughs> I'm on the phone with him and uh, he's asking about a, a payment. I'm like, yeah, well, we made this payment. And he was like, yeah, I don't think you want to upset Disney. So I'm going to trust you on this one. Wow, like, he strong-armed like, you? I'm like, freaking mob? Like, he strong-armed what? you? What the <laughs> fuck? He's going to send the boy out? <laughs> the boys out to break your fucking legs? Like, God, dude. Yeah, and so that gave me a whole different taste of Disney, you know? And I get it. They're all about the money. But we've been working with Disney for 30 years, and mm-hmm. we've you know, been paying them religiously the entire time whenever we have a film. But as much as they can be frustrating at times, I mean, they're the movies that are killing are it, just yeah. blowing it. I mean, the MCU is like is huge, you know. So I was going to ask you that, but I mean, since we're coming around to that, it's um, so how much like are you counting on these Marvel movies killing it to get you guys back mm-hmm. where you need to be? Yeah. So Marvel movies are big, you know. That's a huge um, opportunity and. It, they have, I mean, there's a lot of time and patience to go into the production of these movies and knowing how well they're going to do. I mean, they have pretty much a ballpark of everything. You know, there's there's exceptions. Sometimes a movie will flop and no one saw it coming, or sometimes a movie will be huge and no one saw that coming either. But for the most part, they have a, a pretty good idea of where it's going to be ballpark-wise. And a lot of the, t- the terms will be conditional upon the success of the movie. So let's say they only gross $50 million. They say, okay, well, you owe us 40%. But it goes up to $55 million, and that's, that's uh, internationally. Then 
you might get terms up to 50%, you know? So if the movie does better, sometimes you pay higher percentage of your profits off of it. But with, with Disney, you know, like, like the guy's right, you know, you, you don't want to upset Disney and he's a hundred percent right. Even though it was kind of like, yeah, he's man. like you don't need to throw it around. Though. Yeah. Like, like there's damn, been uh, back in the, I believe it was the early nineties. He's either late eighties, or early nineties. The mall movie theater that was here is either like Regal. I think it was Regal or AMC or something. Yeah. I can't remember um, what that was called. They got into a spat with Disney nationwide. They said, okay, we're not going to show your movies anymore. You know, kind of holding out for better terms and stuff. So Disney, we were just running the cheap seats at the time, you know, dollar 50 gets you like two movies or something like that back then. And, uh, Disney reached out or I think, you know, what happened is we found out about that, um, about them barring the movies. And so we reached out and said, hey, you know, we have another option in this town. We would love to show your films. And there's like these, there's these windows where they're not allowed to show first run movies at discount, right? There has to be like a certain amount of time. So they said, you know what? Three weeks in, three weeks in, we'll let you have it. And that was short because usually it was way longer, especially with Disney. So three weeks comes and- uh, Three weeks into release? Three weeks after the movie was released, okay. they say, okay, you guys can have it now. And we play it. And I don't remember what movie it was, but uh, I mean, early 90s Disney movie, you know. And we send in the weekly gross or the weekend grosses. And Disney says, well, there's something wrong here. You know, this isn't right. And we're like, uh, we're thinking like, oh man, they're thinking that we're shorting them and stuff. And they say, we've never seen numbers like this come out of Casper before, you know, because mm. that's how well it did. You know, the theater was well taken care of. Whenever we purchased them, we invested money into it. And, the owners didn't take a dime for a very long time. You know, I mean, it was all the money that was the theaters were earning were going back into the theaters. And uh, so we knew at that point, like, okay, there's something here. Like, we have an opportunity. And at the time, we actually owned Peaches as well, the, the restaurant. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. That's crazy. And uh, the theater in, or the, the restaurant industry is a hard place to make money. And it's a lot. I mean, it's just, it's hard. It's a hard industry. You know, you're working crazy hours. It's, the the price of food is just hard to make profit off of, basically, especially at the time. You know, you have hamburger stand selling hamburgers for like eighteen cents at a, a, a piece or something like that. So the that was the moment where like, okay, we're leaving the restaurant business. That's just a pain in the ass, and, and we're moving into full. Focus, we're focusing one hundred percent on these theaters, and uh, it's grown steadily since then. Actually, our first theater was in Rollins. Um, and then we progressed to downtown Casper, built the Fox after the Fox was constructed. We, and we had theaters in Cheyenne, um, who was doing Green the, River. who was, uh, running the, the one downtown, um, it's shut down now. That was the, the real, the Fox or no, the, the, the Iris, the Iris. Yeah. Yeah. The, That's, um, it's called the Lyric now and we sold it to, it's a, <coughs> it's a group that. You know, I'm not 100% sure. that I know they're doing, like, live plays, and, and, like, I saw they had, like, a game night going on over there. I'm not mm -hmm. sure exactly what their, like, big picture is. Um, but it's I think... like they're struggling to find their identity a little bit. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know if that's true or not. It's not my... I never, I've never seen any advertisements for anything that's going on down there. Well, and see, and that's the... dragged that's, me out to go down there. That's the thing, is, like, nobody, not one of us knows what they do there. Right. I've and it's like sad because that's like renting out, renting yeah. out as a rehearsal. Right. Yeah. Hall. I've seen that. Um, but, but if we would have sat on that building for like five more years, once David street station hit it, I mean, that's, it's worth like 10 times what we sold it for at the time. So that you're you know? like kicking yourself a little. Well, yes. And no, you know, like we did it to a group who they get like a lot of grants and stuff. So it was, it was a nice thing to do um, for them. And I but, used to work for, the cleaning company that cleaned oh, really? the theaters. Rick, they used to clean the theaters every day. Rick and Brenda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Empty they're... movie theater or any theater creeps me out. Oh, it man. is weird. Like, dude, no sound, yeah. no. Try being in a theater, being the only person in there, <laughs> and like, yeah, opening those doors and walking oh, yeah. in there. You're like, well, in high school, I used to take you know after hours. I had some keys and we would go down there. I'd take some friends and because the Rialto in the America. You think that it's like creepy in the auditorium. I mean, you start getting to the back because they're old playhouses. Old yeah. Like the Rialto, I mean, it was from 19, 
1919 or 1920 is whenever they're constructed. And there's still, you go into the back, there's the dressing rooms are still there. The mirrors are still on the walls and stuff. Like it's oh, weird. It's like time yeah. capsule. You see anything yeah. haunted or anything? Any creepy stories? Uh, you know, we had a ton of stories whenever I was growing up and it got to that point where I don't know if it was stuff that I actually experienced or stories that I had made up or like, yeah. So, um, there's been a lot of stories about, I mean, the, the, the pool hall, well, okay. In the basement of the Rialto used to be a pool hall, right? And, uh, they used to, during the prohibition, the rumor is during the prohibition, they used to like serve booze down there and stuff. So there's a lot of history down there and I wouldn't be surprised if some bad things went down in that, in that area. Oh, yeah, maybe. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, where were we going? Um, <laughs> kind of went all yeah, we first. went off the rails there. Yeah, it so we, were, we, were ta- uh, we were talking about the flashback movies, and I was right. asking about oh, yeah. what, yeah. what, what movies favorite, do what I think have held up? Yeah, um, <laughs> or which is what's just so your classics favorite? for me are are interesting because it's like cliffhanger, right? I I was never afraid of heights until I went and saw a cliffhanger. I believe at the America. And with with Sylvester Stallone, I don't know if you guys remember that rock climbing movie. And I was probably four or five at the time. And I used to jump off high dives and everything prior to that. And I went and saw that movie and have been terrified of heights like ever since. Because <laughs> the chick falling at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and so like that, you that remember Ace Ventura with up. the with the raccoon. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's um, so fucking stupid. Goddamn. Yeah, I just, you know, I it's hard for me when people say what's your favorite movie and stuff, it's actually hard for me to really pick because I just, I'm such a fan of movies that I'm I'm very uh, involved in like most stories. So if I sit down and watch it and it's engaging, it just, it takes me over, you know, it gives me like, it just, it really brings a lot of emotion into me. And so I just love movies in general. Any flavor you like better, like horror, sci-fi or? Yeah, so... Or again, is it a good story tr- trumps any? Yeah, a good story is great. You know, I like the... There's nothing like going and watching a real legit horror film at the theaters. You know, like you feel like you're going to... For me, like you feel like you're going to die at any moment. You uh, know, my anxiety's through the roof and I'm hating every second of it. And as soon as I leave, it's like, that was fucking awesome. It is really you know? immersive in a theater. Yeah. Right. Especially, I mean, you go to like the Arc Auditorium right now, and it's got Dolby Atmos. The Arc, and so there's like theater there's so is many the channels. Shit. You know? The Arc Theater is the shit. Like kudos on that. Yeah, because that, that thing's awesome. Thank you. Every time I go see a new Marvel movie, oh yeah, it's in that. Speaking of that, Ghostbusters is coming out tonight. Yeah, God, it's in the I Arc. Yeah, I should yeah. go see it. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, uh, I wasn't able to go to. It's called CinemaCon. It's the like a movie theater convention this oh, year. Nice. It's in Vegas. I wasn't able to go, but uh, the owners went and they were able to watch Ghostbusters while you're there. You know, they released it early sometimes and stuff. And they said it's it's going to do super Really well. good. Yeah. yeah it's, like, well, it looks really good. Yeah, it does. You know, and I don't know what the last Ghostbusters blip was, you know, but it's like... They tried to rely on shtick versus stuff, right. substance. On the uh, last out. one, 2016. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that movie, it tried. Yeah. yeah it, it, it tried really hard. <laughs> Too hard, you know, and it was like, it was yeah. kind of like obvious that the other, the, the original is just so natural. And, you know, it's like, mm. I mean, you can't beat the cast that's in there, you know, and I, I don't know. They just didn't do very well with the rendition. So I'm hoping that this one. I think it'll be great. I think it is too. I don't, I think they're. They're it's a, it's can, all the buzz in the comic zone right now. Everybody's really, really excited about it. Yeah. So I, I hope it's good. For MC Virus, it's like, yeah, that, my God, he is his favorite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I saw that music video you guys put together. Yeah, that's, sweet. That's huh? awesome. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Appreciate that, man. And uh, of course. So like one of my favorite, um, I like good cinematography, you know, and interesting perspectives and stuff. So like Sin City was, I thought it was awesome. That was, dude, you know? I had that fucking movie playing <laughs> on my TV every day. I probably wore the DVD out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like every day I'd yeah. had two TVs, old school yeah. tube TVs, right? Oh, yeah. And playing, one's playing Sin City and the other's got my OG Xbox on it. <laughs> yeah. And man. I'm playing games and watching Sin City on repeat. Yeah. Like, over and oh, over and it, over. It was so good. Like that's one of those Such movies that I'm ever flipping through the channels and it's on. 
it's like you got to watch. It. I got yeah, I get sucked. The in. second one's great too, just because Eva Mendes yeah is like Eva. If you're listening, which you're not, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I, the second one was good. It wasn't to me as good as the first one, which that happens quite often. You know, yeah. Um, it's still a great movie. I like it. Um, just like the second three hundred, I think is the shit. Really? Yeah, I did not care for that one. Man. No, the first one was just so amazing. I thought that that's whenever you have a movie that's so like epic like that, you should it's leave hard it alone. to yeah, and it's hard to live up to the next one. Right? You know? Maybe you shouldn't do a sequel. Even I liked it a lot just because. Uh. Yeah, Sin City, 300, those are some of my, like, yeah. on the top of the list of some of my mm-hmm. favorite movies. And, like, when, it's kind of funny because when movie uh, comic book movies get brought up, we don't ever really talk about 300 and Sin City. So 300's, uh, I didn't know that it's from Well, comic. it's another Frank Miller. Oh, right, right, book. yeah, gotcha. So, um, and if you flip through, like, they're so, it's so good because... And if we're talking about the best comic book movies ever made, mm-hmm. I would have to say Sin City is like at the top. I would agree. You know, and I, I'm not as big of a because if you fan go as you are, but oh, I, I would agree 100. percent If you go through the panels of the book, I mean, it's all there. Wow! Like it's they didn't fuck around with doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Like it's just as it should be. Absolutely. And it's and if we're talking on the money, it's it's definitely at the top. See, I think I had a problem with that movie because I didn't give it enough air, and I was comparing it too much to Pulp Fiction because because it was right after yeah. Bruce. Will- so I think that I didn't appreciate it as much at the time. Gotcha. When I went back, like le- years later, and didn't like mm. associate the two, I it, I was much more enjoyable. Speaking of Pulp Fiction. That's probably my favorite movie ever. Really? Um, and Quentin Tarantino is on the top of the list of my favorite directors. Like, easy. Like, there's no he's, comparison for me. He's borderline, like, psychological torture. Oh, yeah. He's a, nut, he's a nut job, and I love it. What did you guys think about the Zack Snyder version of the, the Justice League? I liked it. Oh, it was, man. Compared to, I mean, what, okay, what was your take on the original Justice League? I didn't watch it. Yeah. Because I heard it was so bad that I just didn't, like, it was, it's the same thing with that Fantastic Four movie they did uh, when, oh, yeah. uh, like, I just never, <laughs> just, I just never did it because I was like, it, it, if it's this bad, I just don't need to, I don't need another Dragon Ball movie, <laughs> r- like, you, like I hate to even talk about that. Or some X Men, the Dragon Ball Evolution movie. You remember that? Yeah. Oh my god, I do remember that. Don't ever, <laughs> just like forget I ever said. Just erase it. <clears throat> yeah, delete that. Like like in Deadpool, he gets the the ring, goes back, kills himself before he signs <laughs> so, the script for Dead, so yeah, we're, uh, Green yeah. Lantern. Oh yeah. Mm. So if <laughs> so we're gonna talk- do that with Dragon Ball Z, yes. And if oh, we're talking so about bad. if we're talking about my top. My list of movies, mm-hmm. top is Pulp Fiction, very bottom. Under, like, the rubbish. <laughs> the, it's, it's fucking Dragon that Ball Dragon Ball movie. movie. Well, that's because you love Dragon Ball oh, yes. so much. Oh, yes. You know, that, and you remember you, that. Oh, absolutely. It was like Always. one of your passions. Yeah. I mean, so if you ha- if you idolize something that much, there's not many things that are gonna live up to that expectation. You know, no, that's just like a universally hated movie. Though. Oh, it is, bad. It's but per- there's, there's a lot of truth in that, especially like when you talk about comic book mm-hmm. fans and movie fans. Like I'm on some of these Venom groups, and people like you know I, I enjoyed the movie, right? Uh, uh, Let there be carnage, but there's a lot of people just hating on it because they didn't get their favorite story yeah, made purists. into the movie, right. or you know, they're I, missing. I think, Sorry, go ahead. You know, I think the important thing is to let the director make the movie as he sees fit, you mm-hmm. know, and try to let them tell their story, paint their picture, and then we can judge it, you know. Oh, absolutely. Here, here's my take on what they're doing there. And I could be wrong, but it seems pretty obvious to me that they're, they've made some deal that, because I know... Um, <clears throat> When the whole Spider-Man thing came about, and then they got Spider-Man in the MCU, but um, 
Marvel was going under at some point and needed to sell properties to stay afloat. Spider-Man and ton of their his characters um, were a part of that. So yeah. um, getting them back, um, I think what they're doing is like they're going to do all their separate origin films for their you know they're gonna keep doing this right it's like we're gonna get our little slice of the pie just us we're gonna introduce the villain Mm -hmm. you can have them after a couple movies and that's not a bad idea because um if you're if you're considering uh, the general public and not someone who's like engulfed into comics like that's what you have to take a look at they're not making the movie especially comic book movies, they're not making it for like the comic zone no, type no. people, you know, no, it's gotta be the masses and yeah. I get that, but like, it's not a bad idea to do it that way because tried and true Marvel way is like, let people have time to get attached to these characters and then they won't right. want to let them go. Yeah. And then it, so it's Look like at Tony you, Stark. I mean, and a good, like the big part of the problem is, with these villains is they're one-offs. You see them for an hour and a half. You have zero connection to it. Mm -hmm. It's like with these origin films, then you're like, then you're into it because Mm -hmm. like, you you know, the good guy, you know, the bad guy. Right. And let's, you know, sometimes I don't like the origin stories because it takes away from that conflict of the protagonist antagonist. Sometimes I like a little bit of that mystery Yeah, and a little bit of that nebulous, you know, um, you know, there's so many, like, if you take, like, an X-Men where they spend half an hour giving an introduc- mm, right. introduction to yeah. each character, mm-hmm. and then you got, like, less than they an hour to, to yeah. you know, fight Apocalypse. That's kind of how I well, felt about the I'm... first Suicide Squad. You know, they, they there's so much about the character development, where if they would have done the Suicide Squad where they, like, had origin stories, kind of, of each one, I mean, that's where Marvel really blew DC out of the water, which I don't understand what DC How they can't get their shit together? No, they have such good content. I mean, like, the the material they have to use is is excellent. Some Mm -hmm. would say it's better than Marvel. I think so. The problem being is I don't know why they have fucked it up so bad. I mean, they could have literally just copied the the blueprint that Marvel put in place, tried and true. They showed this is successful, but I don't know if DC just wanted to fucking, like, do their own thing. They couldn't swallow their pride. Yeah, so so Maybe they... Maybe it took a <clears throat> big backer like Disney to, to actually that's a good sign point. the checks. I mean, that is a good point. Yeah, that's... You know, to bring yeah. it all together and to have, like... And trust somebody to oversee that franchise yeah. over probably I mean, 20 dc years. has warner brothers and warner brothers is i mean they, oh, yeah, they, they had they disney they, they had dc for a long time or they animated yeah dc because they well, see and that's the, the original michael keaton batman i still think is one of the most epic <laughs> oh, but yeah. you know a lot of that's <laughs> yeah, david it, lynch right but yeah so i don't know again i don't know why dc hasn't been able to put their stuff together they have uh, solid backing they have the you know you see what Zack Snyder was able to do with the content. So you did yourself a favor going back to the Justice League. Oh well, he was, he was trying to prove a, a point. He's like, look at we, what we can fucking mm-hmm. do, right. stupids. Yeah, and 100%. He, he, if they could follow, I mean, I don't know why he's not the only director Running the use shop from now on. Running you know? the fucking shop Running down the whole there. Thing. They should have handed a, it over to I'm him. I'm not a fan of him. Oh, I man. See, I don't my, know if I am him problem, personally, but my, that Justice League was my problem such is a good story. I can't do superman as an evil character i i don't know why yeah i mean he wasn't I, I, evil he just couldn't remember him or i mean there may be some other backstory but it it just seems like he's always trying to go for this gothic and i don't have and yeah. i want some of that contrast i think it's really what i enjoy why marvel is successful is they really focus on the emotions that you know like like the pathos of those characters and yeah, they bringing, pull all the and, strings. And, and making, making those characters relatable to you and to mm-hmm. your emotions, where DC is just like, I'm Batman. Yeah. And whether that's badass <laughs> at certain points in times, you can't do that for, right. for every character. It, and you know, Wonder the first Wonder Woman was a good example of what they could have done. And I don't and but Yeah, so oh, that movie's you know, awesome. sometimes you could say with, with the Marvel movies is that 
it's almost like too gimmicky. It's like, oh, you can, it's like too lighthearted. So it's like, for me, there's, it's like the yeah, opposite. Of they're starting to try Snyder too made. hard. Right, exactly. It's they're, like, they're oh, here trying. comes that one liner that you can like see I'll coming. I'll see and, like, it coming a mile away. Yeah. They're, they're just trying too yeah. hard to be funny now. And so, you know, we, well, my wife and I sat down to watch the Zack Snyder Justice League and we're like, okay, let's break it. Because it's like, what, four and a half hours long or something like that. We're like, let's break it into like three nights. You know, we'll watch like an hour and a half a night or whatever. And all of a sudden we catch ourselves like not wanting to shut it off. And that's, that's the epitome of like a good story. It didn't get played out. You know, I mean, I was engaged the entire time. And so would it get old of him doing that type of thing with all of them? Perhaps, you know, if Zack Snyder was actually in charge of, I mean, I think he he was able to do a lot more with the story and a lot more depth, which I really appreciated. I think there was still a little bit of, just too much is like the long shots of a bunch of superheroes who can all fly walking up the stairs. Yeah, you know, right. way, little, way too much slow motion. Yeah. And some of that was all right. That's I mean, cool. It's kind of, I mean, it's gotta, kind of the, the trope or almost the kind of the mm-hmm. style of music, you know. They're trying to go movies. big and cinematic and they're trying yeah. to top Marvel with these flashy shots. They're not getting it. Right. And like, it's cool. Like, it's cool. But just water it down. And like we're good, mm-hmm. the whole dark, uh, like you were saying, the gothic thing. I mean, that's kind of DC's trope, though, right? Yeah, it is. When you're talking Batman, no, everything. It's always a little darker in DC land. You know, I, I do have to admit, I'm haven't read a super lot of DC. I've I've read more of the Batman mm. here or there, but um, not too uh, many other things. You know, when I think of Superman, I, I, you know, go back to, you know, the early movies with um, uh, Reeves, uh, Christopher, yeah, Christopher Reeves, Reeves, Christopher yeah. Reeves as Superman, you know, is some um, of the classic mm-hmm. kind of what I grew up with. I never was and a that, fan of those movies. No, I never got engaged with those. It either. was it, it's because it's a different, slower type of storytelling. Yeah, no, there's no. one scene and there's pretty hilarious. So Clark Kent, or um, Superman rushes in to meet Lois Lane and he's like all disheveled because he just kind of put himself back together <laughs> or she was i forget and no she was all disheveled because superman just rest and he was like what did you just toke up or something <laughs> and he and i never noticed it as a kid but watching it back he, he just made this quick little kind of or like look. oh does he really yeah which movie the I, first one i think it's the first one. and i can't remember now that if it was Ooh. christopher reeves or the lois lane character who who did that but there was this and it was just this stuck one with second. you though. I mean, the, well, after funny. watching it later, it's like, oh, like the little things that you don't notice, or like, well, there's like a, a meme going around where the mountains were named after something, uh, some kind of boobs in the <laughs> nice know, like twin peaks. Noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but, uh, that's just going back, but it, it was a slower storytelling style for sure because mm-hmm. it was, you know, what. 80s, 70s, maybe? Yeah, I, I believe it was. Well, they started coming out in the late 70s, I believe. Yeah, I think uh, the first one was out in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, how but many did they do? Three? Was there three of them? Four. I well, no if idea. you count Superman Returns, which came out in what, like the early two? Uh, that was like the one they, it wasn't obviously, it wasn't, I got Google right here. But then Lois and Clark was the other one I remember kind of more in the, my high school eras that on the TV, that was just a great, with Dean Kane and um, Terry Hatcher. I don't know. I'm looking up but Superman. Don't ask me questions. Watching, <laughs> and recently, uh, Supergirl. Oh, We've yeah. been kind of watching that. Yeah. Dean Kane and those same characters have kind of been had cameos in throughout. Oh, interesting. It's a pretty decent story. You know, I, I find the Supergirl yeah. entertaining. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's a huge onslaught of movie. Of I wonder why you find her out. interesting. <laughs> That's a mystery, isn't it? Some gazongas. <laughs> <laughs> it's when she, you know, reveals the Superman. It's like, yeah. Ripping off the shirt. You it's just like, really appreciate her, like persona and her character no i just i it's 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 this more simple storytelling the the i go like the dungeons and dragons kind of lawful good characters right so that the truth the justice the american way or now whatever oh yeah what are they changing it to yeah you know but but that idea about you know so these 
true good characters that are trying to make the world better, no agenda than that. Right. And there's a little, you know, that, that essence of hope, you know, why they made Superman originally, you know, during uh, was it World War II and just, a, or World War I, make it for a positive role model in times that were very difficult. Well, actually, in the first Superman was like a bald guy that had like telekinesis. Really? Yeah. Professor X. Huh? It was like Lex Luthor with, yeah, or, or Professor X. Interesting. He was a bad guy, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I don't know any of these origins. It's so interesting to find Yeah, it's out. a super old one. Okay, so original, the first Superman came out in 1978, so yeah. you're on. The year I was born. 2006 Superman Returns, and that's like a the third, or, fuck, I don't know. Let's see. Is Superman the 2. One had- okay, so there's Superman 2 and 3, 1980, 1983. And then Superman Returns is the fourth really? one. Was that Christopher Reeves as well? No, he's <laughs> No, because I didn't, I didn't catch the... It was 2006. Oh, oh, oh I didn't hear the that's year. some good CGI. You're a terrible person. No, yeah. I didn't hear the year. <laughs> Space the cadet. dude really looks like him, though, that played uh, Superman. He really, really looks like him. Yeah. Yeah, how are they doing this Black Panther too? I mean, that's well, a new I think actor, it's going right? to be his sister, right? Is that what the the story? Yeah, she's going to take over. Which I don't know how well that's going to do. I don't know, man. He was honest. such a he was such a yeah. That guy's an icon, right? Oh man, it, like, it's such you, a sad story. How do you fill those shoes? And what a gangster! He didn't oh, tell anyone. I know, absolutely. He didn't tell anyone. Yeah, you know, that's the same thing I feel about same. like Norm Macdonald. I was just going to say that that yeah. motherfucker too, gangster. Dude, oh. Not having to get like the they the didn't tell anybody from anybody, just wrote it out. They and just did, did their, their thing damn until, thing until they fucking rode the wheels off. Yeah, fucking gangster. Yeah, I agree. You know, that's <laughs> takes a lot <clears throat> to go through something like that and not to ever talk about it. Not publicly. tell any. Well, I'm sure yeah. they told some people, but right? Close family. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess Norm didn't even tell his closest friends. Really? Yeah, I hadn't he seen was still. That. Just doing his thing. Man, he's iconic. I mean, Dirty Work, when that movie came out, it was like... Norm MacDonald's a legend. Oh, that movie was incredible. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but... It's been a long time, but... It was him and and Artie... what is Artie's last name? He's on Howard Stern. Or he was on Howard Stern. Anyways, those two together was just <laughs> was that, it Artie Lang? Artie Lang. There you go. Yeah, that movie was. That's one of my favorites. And I think part of the reason why it's one of my favorites isn't because it's not necessarily like the greatest movie it's ever made or anything it's like that. It's funny though. It's so funny, and just at the age that you experience something, sometimes that will stick with you, you know. And you don't always want to go back and rewatch those because they might not hold up as mm-hmm. an adult. Yeah, you might ruin it. <clears throat> You're like, oh, yeah. right. You see the Planet of the Apes movies, the old school ones? Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem watching those and immersing myself and going, okay, these aren't ape people. <laughs> They're supposed to be apes. Yeah. Like, and as a kid, I thought they were supposed to... Like a hybrid. Uh, yeah, like yeah. they evolved a little and they were, like, in between. Mm-hmm. But no, they they were supposed to be... Just straight monkeys, huh? Mm-hmm. I guess apes. Not monkeys. Apes How dare monkeys. you? Sorry, that was... Probably not culturally correct. (laughs) (laughs) It's like calling a caveman a caveman. Yeah, Neanderthal. It's not cool. (laughs) Not cool at all. But uh, there's... So we're hoping that maybe Warner Brothers will pull back. They're releasing everything that they're making straight to video on demand. You know, we kind of... We can understand why they did it. They were hurting too. And that was a quick, you know, let's get some subscribers on these services. And um, But it's still... it, It is... It's hurting us. And usually it was kind of like a team. You know, we go to these movie theater conventions and half of it is just these big wig studio executives. We just want to tell you how much we appreciate, you know, everything you guys do. And we're here to support you in any way that we can. And, you know, that's all fun and games until it comes down to the brass tacks and making money. And then they're like, well, you're on your own. Get fucked. <laughs> you know? um, we just said that to uh motive. <laughs> Motivation. You get the dogs all stirred up too. <laughs> oh, God dang it! No, no. Well, like during COVID, is there a certain point in time where you got a lot of flack from 
more the customers as well as far as all the restrictions? Because you were were you feeling pressure yeah. from all, all yeah, sides? So, That's a good question. So that is a great question. Um, <clears throat> you know, whenever we started opening back up and stuff, the government started releasing like um, lists of like high risk environments and uh, where you should avoid. And like it was like there's this huge page that was a scale of like not risky at all to you're going to die. Theaters are like right at the top. Theaters were like, (laughs) they were they were listed as like so high risk. They were higher than bars and restaurants. Wow. And I was like, how is a room full of people sitting silently looking in the same direction? You know, especially in, in our theaters where you're over six feet apart in front of you. Well, because Justin, that's because they didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's becoming apparent. It's just but it really, a, it's the, it was a panic reaction. Yeah. The illusion of safety right. versus right. truly being yeah, absolutely. I think there's there's being smart and being you know paranoid, and I think a lot of people read into the headline and not to the story a lot of yes. a lot of the time, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just common sense. There's some uh, killer movies coming out in 2022. Yeah, we were going to ask you about that. What's coming up that you guys are excited about? Um, So the big blockbuster, you know, Tom Cruise looks like Mission Impossible 7 is coming out. And those movies Top Gun. Top Gun. That's going to be That movie's going to be the shit. We've been sitting on that. It was supposed to come out uh, like two years ago. Not quite two years ago, but it was supposed to come out at least a year ago. And they just keep pushing it back further and further. So do you know anything about that? Like how they filmed it? Um, You know what? I don't. I know. Like, I went to CinemaCon for right before Mission Impossible Six came out, right? And as far as Tom Cruise went, I was kind of up in the air about it. You know, like there's rumors about him being crazy and irrational and stuff, and then part of like Scientology and stuff. And uh, but I knew like his movies have always been enjoyable, and he's a great actor. He came out and talked about this movie, Mission Impossible Six, coming out Mm -hmm. with more passion than I've ever seen anyone talk about something they made, you know, like he was so excited to be there and to be telling us about it. And like, he takes that shit seriously, you know, and it, it, you can, it shows because he's doing, he out does there. all his Doesn't own have stunts. Like executive producer credits or he's, he's got, yeah. he's got more play oh, yeah. than just like the, actor yeah. well, I remember when Mission Impossible one came out and I was like eight years old maybe. And it was fucking awesome. I was like sitting at the theater watching it. And by the time it was done, it's like, I've never seen anything that was quite that, <clears throat> that cool to me at the time and when was that fuck like 95 maybe and what which one are we're on six now yeah that's mission impossible six we just no no it's seven coming out i think we just borrowed a bunch of them from sean and watched all of them i I think i've only seen the first one no, uh, they, and the only they, thing I can remember, oh man, the Ghost Recon one is like one of the best. That's that one, one of the most recent. Is it cool? Yeah, it's really oh, good. It's so I need good. to go watch all yeah. those. And the fourth one, the fourth one was pretty good too. Yeah, honestly, they kind of blur together a little bit, but I know it's that all, the mean, only, especially watching them all back to back, it was. It, only, I wouldn't recommend it. Only really. thing I can remember is him with the stick of gum that he had to <laughs> fold, and then he throws it at the in yeah. there in the uh, aquarium restaurant right oh yeah yep yep that happens and also the this. epic scene is the helicopter <clears throat> in the train tunnel mm-hmm. where they take the helicopter down they're oh, following yeah. the train through and he's like fighting he's jumping between the helicopter and you, you watch it today and it's like oh my god this looks terrible but at the time it was it was ground you know it was ground does it look bad it looks pretty that, rough. That's man. like going back and watching Independence Day. Have right. you watched it? <laughs> oh, we just went <laughs> so uh, bad. Yeah. You know you're on, like this is made for TV. <laughs> last Friday we watched uh Mars Attacks again. Oh, that's uh, a cool movie. Oh, though. Man, that's, that's meant to be cheesy, one. though. Yeah, it is absolutely, and it, it that actually held up. You know, granted, I got to watch it with my kids, and that's like a different experience because you get to introduce them to something that you saw whenever you were their age, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's dude. There's, I feel there's like a Mars movies. Attacks versus uh, Red Sonia or Red Sonia Mars Attacks. Comic. Really? What's that fucking noise they'd always make? <laughs> oh god damn <laughs> he's so good at it and it's so funny because all the captions are always like we come in peace and then they're like blasting everybody yeah, they're around there vaporizing yeah. people. i need to watch that again that's yeah. a fucking great movie yeah it is um that reminds me of my favorite paintball uh paintball pinball machine it was the uh it wasn't mars attacks but it was attack from mars did you guys have that? one of those did you ever no. play pinball 
No, not, not really. I mean, you have. You didn't really dig it, though. I mean, it, I don't remember any of the. Exact I got. I had I a. On. I had a something on my my computer where it had nothing but like um, actual. Oh yeah, pinball tables on. Yeah, I remember that one, and it, it's pretty fun. And like that one's like the only table I've ever like almost beat. <laughs> like almost finished everything on it. Are you talking about the one that comes like preloaded on the computer, like back in the Windows? You uh, get like that no. pinball game, that... Windows ninety eight or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. The the base game is free, and then you buy uh, table packs. Oh, okay. And they're it's ridiculous. It's way expensive, so <laughs> I obviously don't play that anymore. My grandpa yeah. used to have this antique one in this basement, and it, and it didn't have any paddles. It was just pull it up and. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. My push. buddy Matt Miller is like he. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That was it. Go ahead. He's got a bunch of tables like that as well, and he like uh, refinishes them, you know, and gets them on. It's they're awesome. Back from like the some of them I think are 20s and 30s, yeah. you know, and it's crazy the mechanisms and how they created these things, and it's like, geez. Um, they're they're really works of art. Old yeah. pinball tables mm-hmm. really are. And then like in the thing about that is is they're really um limited because they could only make so many because mm-hmm. they're expensive. Yeah. So you would have um a lot of these tables that are worth a shitload of money mm-hmm. because, you know, they only made so many to begin with and then a lot of them go out of commission. Like, I would bet the majority. Oh, yeah. So. And, like, do they even make <clears throat> pinball tables anymore? Just Yeah, I don't know. I, I imagine sure they do. Someone, somewhere yeah. does. God, we got on pinball. Sorry. I <laughs> they... Steered us off of movies again. <laughs> Look at me. Vegas. Pinball wizard. <laughs> There's a lot of movie-themed pinball machines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They That used to be a thing. Like Oh, every, Termin- fu- Terminator every, 2. Oh, fuck yeah. That was a whole thing in the '90s, like making a pinball table after you. Oh yeah, it was movie. advertising. You know, same as like arcade games too. Yes. Uh, so yeah, what's some big movies coming out? I mean, Morbius is coming out. I don't know if you guys uh, are. Yeah, yeah that. that one. That one. I wish they would. I'm gonna watch. I'm it. hoping that we see Blade in there somewhere, and there's like a cameo, as and it's, it's the actual origin of Blade. Get some like Wesley Snipes up in there. Or, as wait. long as he doesn't glitter, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> uh, he won't glitter. Twilight reference. Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, uh, Sean, if you made it this far. <laughs> uh, what's another one? I mean, um, number two. Also, oh, Flash is coming out. There's gonna be a flash in 2022. There's a bat. The new Batman movie's coming out. What do you guys think about the new Batman? I think choice? it looks pretty cool. I think it does too. I think he'll do all right. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Oh, you haven't you, seen any trailer? I, I don't. No, it's not out yet. You got. Oh, you don't watch trailers? Because I, I want. I don't. I, I don't want them to taint what. You know. He said yeah. taint. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. But yeah. you know, I, I think it comes more from like 80s and 90s. Well, growing up in like the those entire things, movie. they'd spoil it. You yeah. know, like there's one good joke in it, and that's all they played yeah, for the trailer. Yeah. And so many trailers that just you know what drives me fucking crazy. Girls is when they yeah. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> but when they um put shit in the trailer that's not even in a fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't it's mind hilarious. that. Sometimes it throws you for a curveball where you're like, yeah, you get you're to like, the movie, uh-huh. sitting there through the credits and all of a sudden the lights come on and you're like, Wait, that didn't the happen. fuck? I was waiting for that one. Yeah, part. that part was hilarious in the <laughs> trailer. That's why I wanted to see the movie and there was nothing like it. <laughs> but that's better than that being the only hilarious thing that happens in the movie yeah. and you saw it in the trailer. You I, know? I, I, I would agree. So do you guys have any, this whole uh, Ryan Reynolds Dwayne Johnson movie that's On like Netflix, supposedly right. the greatest fucking movie ever made. Yeah, I haven't watched Have you it seen yet. any of that? No, I haven't. I mean, we just had a, a baby boy on. No, no, not the movie. Like, you guys in the movie. Oh. Like, have you got, I guess it's a streaming movie, though, huh? It's Netflix. So, like. Yeah, which, interesting enough, we actually haven't gotten some Netflix movies. You know, we'll pay Netflix really? directly. Yeah, and they'll sometimes give us, like, a day or two um, opening, like, window to where we can play it, and then they'll start it on the streaming service. It's not super common, but it's it, it happens. Um, that's not one of them. I haven't seen that one come out, but. Um, it's interesting to see these like big blockbuster actors moving over to these streaming services and like kind of like I don't Adam Sandler I think is like oh, his movies are fully fucking committed funny. fully committed to Netflix though 
You know, like I don't think he's allowed to he, make a movie anywhere else. That Mar- Martin he, Scorsese one that was out on Netflix too. It was like three and a half hours long, uh, a mobster movie. And it had like just recently. Every, it was probably a year ago, my last year. Mm. But it had everybody who's anybody in a mob movie. Yeah. Um, Joe Pesci. Uh, I remember that one. And it was about. Um, Oh fuck! I can't remember the name now. But uh, the the it was about a, it, based on a true story about this hitman. Um, it was like one of the mysteries, you know, that they never found the body. Right. Almost kind of like it almost became a punchline in a lot of ways. Hmm. But um, if I stop thinking about it, then I'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's He's not fading. just it's not just uh, you know these streaming service movies. It's like. Um, series. A lot of these actors are moving primarily to series, and that's where Dude, series are kind of taking over. I mean, there are some incredible <clears throat> shows out there. That is there any is there any fucking um, is there any market out there for you guys like theaters to stream those shoes shows weekly? Oh, it's yeah, like um, so if you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like that's you guys could you guys could stream it, and people could go have that movie theater experience yeah. with their favorite show. Yeah, no, that's actually an excellent idea. The only issue there is that um, it's hard to get licensing for that kind of stuff, you know, because these because it's long term and it's open ended. Yeah, and these streaming services are making it for their platforms like they want to bring people to their platform and that's why yeah they're creating so they're their own content. lenient to let it go too yeah so like netflix every once in a while will open up a movie to us like i said though it's not common <coughs> oh bill's it. got something the irishman jimmy hoffa oh yeah, yeah i've heard of this yeah i saw that yeah, I, okay. I didn't see the movie i saw the the previews for it i've heard of the movie though yeah for sure it's it's and it's take take a couple sittings to enjoy it, but yeah, because it's like three hours. It's long. a long one, right? It, it didn't need to be three hours long. <laughs> it was Martin Scorsese trying to go backwards towards like um, you know, H um, Rosebuds, Citizen Kane, Rosebuds. Yeah. You know where they they show the outside of the house. They pan through the door down the oh, hallway right. past the kitchen, and then you see the guy in front of the fireplace, mm-hmm. Rosebuds. You know, rather than now we show the outside cut to the guy in the chair. Right. You know, that, you know. He, so he's trying he, to bring it back a little bit. Yeah, so he's like he doing following the car down the street, turning to the left, and that's all it is, is, you know, he's driving back and forth. I mean, he's trying to build up, you yeah. know, drama. You know, but um, what was the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood kind of had that, that same type of cinematography. You it know? was meant to be that way. Though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, Because ab- he, yeah. he was... Uh, trying to capture that 1970s. That era, absolutely. And I, yeah, that's an excellent movie, man. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people that I bring it up to are like, meh. I don't get it. I'm I like, what? Yeah. The only part in that movie that I didn't get was like watching her watch her own movie in the movie theater. Like, what did that contribute? To, to me, that was just like her reflecting on like where she was in life. And that was like her like making it, I think. You know, she went and saw uh, and that was like a, but it still didn't really do uh, enough for her. Well, because then she like actually died in real life. So yeah. maybe they were just kind of trying, uh, I get, yeah, maybe they were just trying to highlight her. That she lived. Right. Yeah. Well, this was before she was supposed to be dead. Before she, the attacks were supposed She to goes to the movie theater, um, watches her own film, and then just kind of sees everybody uh, get really excited, and then she's, like, really happy. I think, it, I think it's like hearing your own song on the radio type deal, you right. know? It's well, like, I it's feel the same way about the podcast when I... Like, I, this still, still, like, at times doesn't feel like like we're actually doing this damn thing, you know? Which is cool. Yeah. Like, uh, it's been a long-term goal of mine to have a podcast, and we're, like, actually, we're actually here. I mean, we're obviously got to keep working and keep focused, but I I fucking super enjoy this, and I appreciate the shit out of you, Bill. Yeah, man. I think this is an awesome deal you guys got going here. I mean, I've always wanted to do a podcast as well. Maybe not in this 
<clears throat> you genre. could do a fucking great one, dude. You got such a good voice. I appreciate that. You know, it's about the finding the correct content of. You got the content. Finding movie, your, movie, finding podcast. your niche and what yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, finding not just what people are interested in, but what you are good at. You have producing. a unique perspective, though, when it comes to like movies. Um, just being in the position that you're in, so I think you could have a really good. Even if you didn't have guests on, you could just have just you yeah. talking about movies, uh, what's coming up, your perspective from, like I said, your position, and I think you could do one, man. I appreciate do that. it. Up. It's not a bad idea. Do it's... it up, and you're doing really great on here, man. Thank you. Like, and someone who's been in the broadcast industry for a while, you just do it. Yeah, we don't. I mean, because like what we're doing now, what we originally talked about the first few episodes and what is now is completely different. Yeah. Because what, what we were doing, we were overthinking it. And we it tried working. to, yeah, we tried talking way too much. And then finally we both had to say, you know what? Let's just fucking do this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, cause we it. were, cause we were like with pins and pads and we're like, you know, having meetings Trying and we're like, on point. and we're like, this is before we even recorded anything. Yeah. And we're sitting here with pins and pads and like trying to make it perfect. And we're like, you know what? We're missing. Just do it. But now we're probably going to go back to the pins and pads. <laughs> no, the, yeah. Because we're like, you know yeah. what? We need a little more we're, yeah. now that we have an idea. Mm-hmm. But it, it, we're getting we, there. But it's a process. You know, if you want to do it, just do it. Yeah. You should. And, and, you should. and, and it'll change as you go. Yeah. I have to get some advice from you on mics and stuff, you know. And oh, yeah. I could talk for hours about it. <laughs> yeah. He's the guy, man. <laughs> You don't need the, the trick is the trap is you don't need to spend a lot of money to do it. Really? I mean, I've collected an accumulation of stuff over the years um, just by working in radio and knowing the tricks of, you know, from building a studio from the ground up to the mm-hmm. transmitter and all sides of that. But we should do an episode of you talking radio jargon. Yeah, that's an interesting topic. That would be good. Like Talk this about- one. See, it's the same kind of thing. Some people in Finland can hear K2AM. <laughs> can they? Yeah. Poor there's, bastards. There's these group, this is a hobby. They're called DXers. So they take like ham radios or, or really tune radios and scan like the, the, the airwaves. airwaves and try and catch and record foreign stations. <laughs> and because cool. AM waves bounce from the ionosphere to the earth. Yeah. Oh, so you got to be pretty. go further out and can like, reflect you could also use those reflective patterns to prove flat earthers wrong too by the way but that's another story <laughs> let's get into that <laughs> we should <laughs> i could talk about that shit forever dxers could disprove flat earth mathematically Whoa. well but that's why you, you know all, all the science can disprove them mathematically yeah, math, math can do a pretty good job of that <laughs> math too. can do it too <laughs> no like but, they're uh you know what's funny like their whole um, they, they they use this equation that um, I don't know I don't remember the exact thing but the, the flat earthers use it a lot too. You you've heard them say like you shouldn't be able to see that past the horizon because of yeah, yeah. but they're using an equation that <clears throat> uh, is accounting for an oval really shape and they're counting on you to not look into that math. <laughs> Because if in reality we live on a massive fucking sphere that you can't even imagine how big it is, right. it's not even you a think, perfect sphere. Yeah, you think fucking six miles, you should be able to see the her- like you shouldn't be able to see past the curve. You're a retard. <laughs> even people like sailors in the old days could see the curvature of the Earth with a keen eye on this, uh, you know, yeah. out of the ocean. It's, it's yeah. Are we really fucking getting into this flat Earth? Uh, this is so stupid. <laughs> uh, no, I mean. <laughs> Well, yeah. Here we go. You, you fucking triggered me, man. <laughs> that shit drives me nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So you probably got to get back to the wife, huh? You guys just had a baby, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Jetson, Hosey. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. You know, this is a little bit of a break, so it's not that bad. But, um, <laughs> He's like, keep me here. <laughs> I mean, if we want to go for like a... Sounds good, man. Yeah, well, one movie. Oh, we're not uh, cutting you off though. Spider Man Two into the into the universe or into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Oh, the that's coming out. That will be the sequel to. Yeah. Yes. And man, that that movie was. It was it, great. I thought it was. Incredible. It was really great. Yeah. I saw a list that left 
of all rated all the Marvel movies, and it said that was number one. I mean, it's good. It's definitely. It I Have you not you could, seen it? I think you could argue that. I fell asleep to it. But what? but that was also my wife going to sleep and I I'm turning a, turning a movie on at ten o'clock at night and being an old fart. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I can't. That I, 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 that I do that every isn't night. a judgment <laughs> against the movie. It's a judgment against myself and <laughs> being old. Shoot. Uh. Well, yeah, it's been great, guys. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, fucking, I mean, we'll have you on I again. Come back like, on and talk movies whenever you want, buddy. Yeah, let me know. All right, like no problem. Sounds like good. Well, I appreciate that, and we appreciate uh, people coming out, seeing the movies, fuck yeah, enjoying that. Experience. Anything you guys got coming up? You want to plug? I mean, we got like I said, Ghostbusters <coughs> started today. Um, I think that's gonna do. You know, have you guys seen Eternals? Yes. Yeah. What did you think of it? Because I mean, I'm it's on the terrible. fence. I'm on the fence. I liked it's, it. It's uh, I my question and who is uh, screaming for the Eternals? No one. Yeah, I didn't even. And know was and you could argue thing. that nobody was screaming for the Guardians of the Galaxy, but let's be honest here. That's, I thought it was an entertaining movie for what it was in its own little section. I don't know what it really added to the end. That's my point is it doesn't you know, add anything. I think I think it's like a stepping stone to something else. Um, but introducing some new characters so it has something bigger to throw in there later. I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I saw it. I'd recommend to see it, but it's, yeah, three and a half out of five stars. Okay. But, oof. <laughs> That's not too bad, though. No. That's better than 50%. Yeah. That's good math there. Yeah. All right, Justin. Well, hey, guys. Fucking thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, it's been and been really good to see you because... Yeah, it's been like 15 years. No shit. Like yeah. And you fucking came right on, so you're a bad dude. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Um, had a good time. I suppose that is it. How do you guys close? That's it. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Peace out. Peace, love, and chicken grease.